Oh, that's quite all right, but we're going to welcome yeah. to Below the <laughs> no offense, Show, guys. No Man, what a... Dude, I watched both your movies uh, today and yesterday, guys. Actor extraordinaire, musician extraordinaire, Aaron Dalla Villa. Hey. <laughs> Man, very happy to be here. What, what color are we feeling for this? What's your favorite color? Um, well, a lot of us are from Maryland, so maybe purple for the Baltimore Ravens would be good. We're not give you that. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. There we are. Oh, Virginia, yeah, and you're Virginia. Um, Maggie here, who's joining us via audio, uh, is also Maggie. from Virginia area. Hey. Uh, I like Virginia. the lightsaber. She's, thank she's, you. Thank you. Yeah, she's a little video shy. Actually, we have technical difficulties with, with all of us here today. Yeah, I think Crazy all of us. Systems uh, update with Skype because my, uh, my video is a little laggy lag time crazy going on but nonetheless Aaron, wow i really enjoy your films man i mean i checked out immortal last night mm -hmm. i checked out the pledge today and uh is horror your genre is horror films your genre or go-to yeah as of right now yeah i've got a couple other things to break out of the the horror genre but as of right now yeah for sure Absolutely. Wow. I mean, first of all, let's talk about Immortal, first of all, because a very unique film. Um, um, you got four big stories, uh, four, right. which I guess they're not really connected other than the similarity of one of the characters having the power of immortality, mm -hmm. which is uh, pretty wild. And uh, you're in the fourth story called Chelsea, mm -hmm. um, and uh, you're one of the classmates of the, the protagonist. Um right. Who's played by Chelsea? Who is Chelsea played by Lindsay uh, Muslet? Michelle. Michelle, thank you. Um, and uh, you got to work with the great Dylan Baker, man. This guy is just iconic. I don't know if you saw his role in Amazon's Hunters, but. Uh, yeah, he's killing it. Yeah. <laughs> killing saw, it. Killing I was it, man. Completely, he's a villain. He's a bad guy, yeah. I was completely reminded of that <laughs> when I saw that scene. How did you like working with Dylan? It's an absolute pleasure, man. Just seeing able to uh, seeing how he worked, um, and he was really down to earth. You know, him and yeah. I moved around as well. So, yeah, I was actually running late for that set. Unfortunately, I had missed the missed the train. So when I got there, I was like, everybody was in the class, and it was kind of funny. Kind of laid into my right. character as well. He's kind of the class clown of the of the class. So I walk in and I immediately shake his hand. He's like, Dylan, nice to meet you. I'm like, nice to meet you too, man. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. I get to work with Dylan Baker. <laughs> so, so, so cool. How was the uh, audition process for that film? I mean, there's so many actors involved with this film. Yeah, luckily, uh, this one I auditioned for. Okay, I auditioned for another uh, film through Rob Margolis, which was the film Yes. Uh, he said uh, we want, they wanted to go with Nolan Gould for that role. But he said, I got something right down the line for you. I said, okay, cool. And it was a direct offer. So he's, I auditioned for a previous project and boom, this other project. Dude, how cool life. is that? So you yeah. make a lasting impression Dude, from that's their other all project. About. That's what it's and all about. Just, when you... Yeah, they just freaking give you a call and you're, you're booked. No need to audition dude, again. That's dude, awesome. that's 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 how casting works. That's why a lot of actors they're like, oh, I really want this part and stuff. Nah, man, it's not about the, getting the part. Uh, it, it's not about getting the the job. Get the part, do your job, walk away from the table, and they will remember you. So yeah, basically, uh, no stress with uh, auditioning and stuff because if you're not right for something, then down the line you're going to be right for something else. That is that that's very true, and you should always. Um, 
treat your fellow uh, filmmaker and actor with respect because you never know when there's another project coming up and you know just make that lasting impression i think that that's great that they remembered you for that so so um did you so you shot so you didn't get to see like sam levine or tony todd on set because they're two great actors as well no no, man i didn't get to to meet sam or the rap tony todd or the the uh the rap party maybe which i'm sure was would have been a lot of fun I went to Screamfest. I went to Screamfest because uh, Trick premiered at Screamfest the same as Immortal. So I had two oh, films go to Screamfest, but I only stayed there for so long because I had to get back to New York to, to to work on another project. So unfortunately, I missed Tony Todd. It would have been really cool to meet Tony Todd. I'm sure I, I will know. meet Tony Todd down the line. You know, very I know you're world. I know you're biased uh, with the four part stories of that that you're in, but mm-hmm. uh, which of the other three do you think was just uh, a pa- that resonated with you of the Tony's. other three stories. Tony's because it's, yeah. it's so heartbreaking. It is. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. It was the most, I mean, all, all of them are heartbreaking to a degree. My God. You know? Yeah. The immortality thinking about it would be a true gift and a curse. Yes. And I think that's like the message that the film uh, puts out there. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Would anyone on the panel want to have immortality? Does that sound something like someone? I don't think so. Yeah, no. <laughs> Is it Kashi or Kashi? Chachi. Chachi McFly. Yeah. Mar- Mr. Yeah. Martin McFly's in the house. Love that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Ashley Novak. Um, yep. And what was the other one? We got Maggie Lovett and Alex. Maggie, Maggie Lovett. Awesome. Uh, so what do you guys think? Yeah, would you, if would you're you... immortal, like, you'll see everybody you love die. Yeah, and that that's... sucks. What could be worse than that? Nah, it sucks. That's why yeah. Rich, Rick Ross says, I'd rather be rich forever, not live forever. You know, <laughs> That's why he says that. Yes. So I'm kind oh, of the same smart. mindset, man, because what's the point of, of being immortal if you're broke? You know? Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sucks. True. So, so, <laughs> so yeah. You get to see your family members die, but, you know, you're, you're broke. So that kind of sucks. Right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I know the Eternals, uh, which is the Mar- upcoming Marvel movie. They, they're people that have lived thousands and thousands and thousands of years. So, um, um yeah. But they don't like age. Highlander. Yeah, kind of like Highlander, but they don't I mean, age. That'd be know? cool not to age. You know, a little Peter Pan there. I'd be down with that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Wouldn't that be awesome? Great. <laughs> yeah, right. Now the pledge that just looked like a lot of fun to shoot, man. Um, um, dude, they let me go hog wild. They let me go hog wild. Yeah, I mean, character the entire time. Yeah, and you're the lead lead role in this in this film, man. Of course, uh, you got to feel for the lovable losers because they get completely turned down at Beta Chi. Then they go to your fraternity, and um, it's hazing um, from a bunch of psychopaths. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, we're just uh, you know a little skull and bones action going on, you know, <laughs> whatever. Do you have a fraternity background Can you, uh, to channel your inner frat frat boy, I guess? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, actually, I actually didn't go to college, uh, so I never got the fraternity experience. But I have a lot of friends who have been in fraternities, so I kind of channeled their energy for that. And then cool. uh, the psychopath vibe, which was so hard to get. The psychopath vibe was just so hard to get. You know? oh, the psychopath you, vibe. Yeah. <laughs> you completely nailed it, Aaron, for sure, for sure. I Thanks, mean, bro. just... Yeah, I mean, the lovable losers. I mean, they're they're just they're great. And then you know, I I was cheering them on when they got the special shot 
you know, the special shot that was the uh, the most amazing special shot. Actually. It, <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. What guy would not want that? What guy would not want that special shot? Right. And then you had like what appeared to be the big guy among the lovable losers to have a threesome. And then it just goes horribly wrong after that. I mean, you got to give them something to believe in before, you, <laughs> you know, it's like you got to You got to When you bait and switch someone, you got to be like, hey, I've got this thing over here. And then nope. You know, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, worst, the worst thing is having sex in like a horror movie because you're going to oh. die or something. You're going to die. Right. You know, you, exactly. you know, if you're getting laid in a horror movie, you're going to die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a horrible, ugly death. Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> If you have to go, it's a good way to go. Luckily, but, all my so. sex scenes in films and stuff have not been in horror movies, so I've survived. Good, good. Oh, okay, you've had a few. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now, is it hard? Like, mostly why I think it's like glamorous to have a sex scene yeah. on film, but is it, is it awkward? No, not at all. Oh, you like it? It's great. You know, all as right. long as as long as everyone's comfortable, it's yes. it's the job. You know. Okay. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I know they have something called intimacy coordinators on set. And, yeah. Yeah. I had yeah, my I haven't had projects. that experience now now that because of Me Too's come out. Exactly. Uh, I haven't yeah. had a sex scene after that, but okay. I had sex scenes beforehand. They were very tasteful. Uh, and luckily, me and my co-star, we we worked well together. So it's not like right. we hated each other. So right. it was pretty it was pretty easy. Awesome. Is it um easy to fall in love with all the uh, women that you work with? Hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful actresses. It's right. like, you know, but I, I've learned don't, don't yeah. shit where you eat, man. You oh, know? okay. I actually that don't try is? to date anyone in the industry. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And it sucks because I'm attracted to all the ones in the industry, you know? Absolutely. You know? Yeah. The creativity thing. It's, it's all that stuff. The yeah. things in common, understanding of each other's schedules. It's a burden and a curse. It's a burden, <laughs> it's a burden and a curse. curse. <laughs> it, it's great when you connect and then all of a sudden, you know, there's, there's bound to be one that, you know, moves forward ahead and jealousy can arise and stuff. And, uh, yeah, and there was this one show I did. There was this off Broadway show where me and this girl like connected. It was like, right on another level of connection but then it turned into like us hating each other so but oh yeah no no no, no. we never worst. we never got together no we never got together and i'm glad we never got together because okay. i just i'm glad because oh, well, I've, I've, I've i've shot where i ate before and it just never turns out <laughs> the way you want it, to be. It, it never turns out the way you want it to it's gotta be hard not to because you know you're on the set for so, so long days hours and you know it's hard to have somebody out of the industry because this is what you're doing, like, you know, most of your days. So it's hard to have free time and find somebody who's fine with you constantly being away and constantly working. 100%, especially when I found that a lot of girls are looking for financial security and you're still grinding and hustling and stuff. Right. And, yeah, that uh, can yeah. get awkward. It's like, it's yeah. like, well, and they're like, oh, you're an actor. Oh, so you're unemployed. And it's like, <laughs> oh, I've got a <laughs> project. I've got things coming up and stuff. And it's like, oh, okay. You kind of have to tell people again and again but it's cool once you start to have a profile and uh press yes. and all that stuff that people start to be like oh for real like it would always kill me when i was working like as my side one of my side hustles was catering and it was always kill me like people would walk up oh so what do you do and like i'm an actor they're like hmm <laughs> <laughs> so, so what do you do 
And I'm like, I'm an actor. Like, I hated that. I, I would have almost, yeah. almost always seen something else like, oh, yeah, I'm getting my finance degree, you know. So. God, I would have thought that is so cool when someone says, I'm an actor. I think that is so cool. I like you, Ashley. Oh, <laughs> that should that should be the response. Like someone's like, "Oh, that's exactly. so cool," but you know, everyone has their own uh, wants and and then their own preferences and stuff. But yeah, right, yeah, because then you yeah, because that's very condescending if you because like, oh, okay, you know, make the like, that comment and and then what else do you do? But no, you're an actor. This is what I you mean. Do, look, you know? a financial advisor is not that interesting, you know. <laughs> it's it's i mean it's it's stable it's like the life of an actor is a roller coaster you know what i mean and that's like uh yeah you know, it's fine goes around you know or the teacup or whatever it is yeah, but, uh, right. but yeah it's um i i i always I used, I used to take it so personally you know and then right. i start to stop projecting myself onto them and i started saying man they have no idea they have no idea, <laughs> no idea. you have to be able to forgive people's you know ignorance of um it really takes 110% for you to be pursuing this career. And that's why I'm not even in a relationship right now because I'm so focused on my own career because in order to be in a relationship, you have to dedicate your time to that person as well. You have to give them attention. So I want to make sure that right. I'm set where I need to be set before in, involving myself in a relationship so that I can give the most of myself to that person. So Awesome. That was well said. And some good advice for, yeah. for, for us actors here on the panel. I've had um, enough tumultuous relationships. Too. <laughs> Haven't we all? Yeah. <laughs> stay well, away from showmances. With actors or financial advisors. Maggie said stay away from what? Showmances. Oh, showmances. God, stay away from, from showmances, man. But I'm telling you, man, because because in acting, the, the whole job and what people want to see is vulnerability. They want to see yeah. you drop your guard and be real, not how right. we are in the real world. Most time in the real world, we're just bullshitting each other, which we're always acting. We're bullshitting. But in 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 the medium, they want to be something vulnerable, something that the human experience they can connect to, that they can come home from their nine to five jobs and turn right. on TV and actually feel something. So we let those guards down and we reveal it with one in, one another. So that's how we fall in love because we've, and then we start to think like, oh my God, no, they really feel this for me. No, they do. But no, it's just, just really good work. Awesome. So this other movie, Trick, um, which also stars Omar Epps and Jamie Kennedy. I haven't seen it yet. This is the, now that I saw and loved your, your work in your previous films, now I'm going to go watch Trick. What can you tell us about Trick? And of course, working with Omar and Jamie. Trick was so cool. Uh, it was another it was another horror genre movie. I got to pet work with Patrick Lussier, um, who's best known for My Bloody Valentine and uh, Scream. And he oh, nice. was just so he knew exactly what he wanted to do. He let me play on set. Uh, I got a scene with Tom Atkins. He was really cool. Saw him at the premiere as well. I never didn't have a scene with Jamie Kennedy. Met him at the premiere. And then Omar Epps, him and I, him and I had a scene. Well, it was like a it was like a really short scene. I'm not going to re like reveal it, but he kind of kept to himself. So I didn't really get to build a report with him. But Tom Atkins, on the other hand, we were backstage and stuff joking around. He comes up to, hi, Tom Atkins. Nice to meet you. You know, so he's, he's very <laughs> traditional. It's just great. That sounds really, really cool. I also see a, a couple of um, TV credits yeah. on your resume on Madam Secretary and Gotham. Uh, yeah. Tell us about the uh, working on those shows. 
I got to I have a scene with Tia Leone in um Yes. Oh so awesome. Cool. She walks on set, she owns the she owns the set, she owns the room. I mean then again uh, she is playing as president, but her personality is just so wonderful. And um I got to work with her and she was just she was just so so easy to work with. And I worked with Corey Michael Smith, uh the Riddler in in Gotham and he was really cool. Dude, I've been really blessed. Everyone's been really cool. Especially you guys Lance Henriksen's fan Henriksen fans? Yes, I just saw that on your actually just saw that yeah. on your IMDB. I worked with him. I have a movie coming out called Alpha Rift. Him and I are the leads of that one. Yes. And yo, he's the funniest guy I've ever met. Lance is great because I interviewed him actually on the carpet at Sundance. Um, oh, awesome. yeah. Oh, yeah. For, for, for the Vigo Mortensen film project. Yes. And he was just so funny. He's like, yeah, I'm not on that damn social media, man. I can't even, I don't even know how to turn on my fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's he was just like, great. He was just, just great. Like I thought it <laughs> the, the coolest thing is that um i got to actually spend time with him wow. him and i the first day before set we were both uh housed in this bed and breakfast so him and i are like right. reading over the script the night before and he is so cool he is so cool and he said something he was very complimentary of my work and uh then i got to work with uh i don't know if you guys are game of thrones fans uh, james oh Faulkner. my god <laughs> all of us james faulkner dude um cool. i have never seen an actor's soul before but there was a scene where i had with james faulkner him and i had a lot of scenes i'm a supporting lead in that in that movie um and he just he dropped his guard so much that i was like i was rocked emotionally i had to take a minute after our scene because i was like wow what movie is that's this what is. Uh, it's called all those small things i play a really fun um kanye west kind of justin bieber type Who's oh, a famous fine. for mixing yeah. rap and hit rap and jazz music, and I actually got to write cool. some music for the uh, for the film. Because oh, when they found out cool. I was a musician as well, they were like, "Yo!" And I said, "Well, to get into character, I wrote one of his songs, and I just sent it to the director, and he said, "Hmm, uh, you want to try this?" And I was like, "Yep, boom!" And then that that's song's awesome. gonna be yep. James yeah. Faulkner. He's um, Tarly. He's Sir Tarly um, of. Um, who is um I'm Randall Tarley. Thank you, Randall Tarley, who is the father of Samuel Tarley in Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you didn't know, that's that's so cool. Yeah, because his character uh, as Randall Tarley is very menacing, you know, um, intimidating because he doesn't approve of Samuel's, um, you know, life or behavior or whatever. And you're telling me uh, that he's actually a really awesome guy, and that that's awesome guy in person. So, you know, I've I found that people who play those assholes, like he's a he, um, Game of Thrones, he's a son of a bitch. Like, yeah, is he horrible? He, he's a terrible person. Terrible, but person. not not in right. person. He's very serious about the craft. We got on set, and you know, I come from a big, heavy improv background, and the director wanted me to improvise nice. a lot. So, he walks into my house, and I'm supposed to be showing him the house. The dialogue, he said, "I want you to start the dialogue of the scene when you get to the kitchen. I want you to improv." stuff and i said cool because james doesn't really get to improvise a lot because a lot of his stuff he's classically trained classically you know trained, english right. actor and it's all about staying on the text so we got to really play with that but i'll tell you you know when you when you jump his line he'll let you know so so i was <laughs> i was on my shit i was on my shit so wow yeah. what so your other films like immortal and uh pledge and trick do they allow for any um, improv or they pretty much stick to the script? Dude, so much of Pledge was improv. 
Wow. Oh yeah. So much of Pledge was improv. I love working with uh, Daniel Robbins, director Daniel Robbins and Zachary Weiner, who um, wrote it and Mark Rappaport produced it. And they let me go hog wild. Literally, there were scenes where we we're like, ah, oh, we don't really know what to do here. So um, just just try some stuff. And I was like, all right, cool. I started saying all the worst things that didn't make it into the film. You know, I went I went <laughs> full on. I went full on method on that. You know. <laughs> So. <laughs> That's be fun. Yeah. Oh, it was probably it was one of the most fun experience and it was just gritty indie filmmaking that we made yes. they made it for nothing and they got you know distribution and it's it's been one of the biggest projects i've had so far so hey man never never um never doubt something small never doubt a small project well, those can what turn out to be the is. best yeah. uh, and you know that Hundred percent. And the production quality is equal to any other horror film that you see on the big screen. It looks so. it looked way bigger than its budget. Right. You know, way than its budget. Yeah. Yeah. And you shot the pledge in New Rochelle, New York. So you're right in New York for that. So that that's always good. You don't have to go too far for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so so that that uh, how was that audition process? Was that also an offer? Oh. Was, was that a little more involved? All right, so this is without an agent, without a manager. Uh, I jumped on casting networks. I saw this breakdown. Yes. Uh, Maxwell Peterson III, I'm Golden a Boy. Right, right? <laughs> yeah, Golden right. Boy, charismatic. <laughs> Shout out to uh, casting networks. Anyone yeah. else on casting networks? Give, give them your money. Yep. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just not, not plugging anything, but casting networks. Casting networks. Uh, uh, and if you're in LA, LA casting. Uh, so, you know, uh, I see this thing, charismatic golden boy plays yeah. lacrosse i was like dude i'm this guy so i sent off uh my headshot and my reel i get an audition i go to this apartment in like 20th street i go up the stairs knock on this apartment door it's these two guys in the apartment they're oh, like wow. hey what's up i'm like what's going on dude how you doing <laughs> you know wow so, so, in an apartment in an apartment listen this yeah. is the first i've had way sketchier situations man where i walk and i'm like wait a minute this is yeah i know <laughs> so so uh so i walk in and they have me do the two scenes it's the door scene which is one of my favorite scenes in the movie um they have me do the source scene then they have me do the monologue from when the guys are there about the cryptea and I did that. They're like, that was great. Can you do a little improv? Uh, I did the two scenes with with Daniel and Zach. And then they said, okay, can you improvise and just torture Zach? Just torture him. And I'm like, wait, what? They're like, yeah, just torture him. So then I looked over at him. He's sitting down. I went off. You know, I started saying things and getting in his face and grabbing his shirt. There was a water cup there as well. I took that. I dumped it on his face. You know, and these are guys that I don't even know who they are or whatever. So <laughs> I don't know if they're comfortable with it, but I went balls to the wall. And 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 I've seen my audition. It was hilarious. And I'm like going wow. in on him and they're having a great time. They told me that the moment I left the room, they said, he's the guy. They saw... I was the first actor they saw for the movie, and they immediately cast me right when I left the room. They didn't Whoa. see any other people. They didn't see any wow. other people for my role. They, they said, said he's the guy. Time. Said they told the others, "Thank you for time, but we've already chosen our actor." Is that pretty much what they did, or they did they give them the courtesy of still reading? I have no idea. I have wow. no idea. But That's from what crazy. I know is wow. that literally they were like, "He's the guy." We're not seeing any other people for it. That's the guy. That is wow. amazing, dude. Yeah. How Great did you like job. working? With that giant white rat. That, oh, it's the friendliest rat. Wow. It's actually, it actually it's an albino, to, right? 
Yeah, it, was, it, it belonged to uh, John Louis, who actually plays one of the the nerds who gets all, who's on the table and has the oh, rat was, eat him. Oh, he was. Yeah, good. that it's his rat. Oh, wow. yeah, it's his it's his pet. Okay. So he lended his pet, and we were like, all right. <laughs> oh wow, okay, <laughs> that worked out pretty well. Yeah, because that was the in, main ingredient in that slop or whatever soup or whatever you guys yeah, forced forced soup. the. The nerds to uh, consume. What, what was in the soup? The actual soup that was on set. Uh, it was um, uh, it was pea soup, pea soup basically. Okay. With a little, with a little rat, some arsenic <laughs> in there. Yeah. We had to keep it, had to keep it real for the actors. Oh, right, right. <laughs> no one died on this set. No one died on this right. set. Yeah, you got to keep it, uh, <laughs> gotta yeah. keep it method to a degree, you which is crazy. To, yeah. Right on. So I got to check out your Spotify. You got uh, three singles, um, which, dude, very unique, very cool, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. Um, what can you tell us about your your uh, musical influences? I mean, based on what I heard, I've heard a little bit of, I don't know, it's very unique, so I really couldn't compare you, but I think your rapping style is similar to um, Mickey Avalon, if that rings a bell. Mm, um, he's, he's a... Uh, another white rapper. <laughs> um, uh, based out not compare me to Eminem because all the white rappers get compared to Eminem. So. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, because the the actual. Well, he's actual, the pinnacle. He's the yeah. Pinnacle well, he's white totally the pinnacle. But he's yeah, in check, his own. He's in his own world. Like, let he's me know. In his own category. Listen to some Mickey Avalon. Let me know if you agree uh, when we <laughs> when right. we finish up. But uh, cool. So what um what are what are your influences in in your uh, music? So I started as a jazz musician uh, before I got into ballet, and then I got into acting. So wow. I was in a, the jazz band in the middle and high school jazz band. I played the tenor saxophone. Uh, and then I stopped pursuing that to go full-time into dance and then into acting. Uh, and then because of COVID, I was in a boy band before COVID uh, for oh, about wow. two years. And wow. that's where I kind of sharpened, uh, you know, start, started like, continuing sharpening those skills uh, with singing and rapping. And okay. my influences were basically the ones I grew up listening to. I listened to uh, Kanye West was like number one for me when I was growing up. Okay. 808's and Heartbreak and then Into My Adult Life, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Those are my two favorite albums from him. Dr. Dre, Eminem, uh, MF Doom, Nas, Jay-Z, um, and Rick Ross, you know, because it just makes you feel awesome when you listen to Rick Ross. You just feel awesome. like such a boss. So you yeah. mentioned the, the boy band. Is there a reason why you went? The rap route as opposed to the singer-songwriter route? I, I wasn't as good of a singer. We had um, some ah. other people in the group who were like the main singer. So I was like, ah. a, I was the secret weapon, like edgy, um, kind of out-of-the-box quirky guy. Yeah. Who, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of my thing. Okay, kind of like uh, the rapper in Linkin Park, right? Mike Shinoda. I love Mike Shinoda. Yeah, Mike Shinoda, right, right. Oh, he's the, yeah. name, the, the name for Fort Minor. Um. Uh, it was We Are Nation. It was We Are Nation before it broke up. So, uh, yeah. You know. And you go, and you go. Um, yeah, we're, we're all here. We're all here. <laughs> I know it's been crazy connection issues all night. Um, and you yeah. actually go by your last name, Dalla Villa. Dalla yeah, Villa. Because that yes. that was what I went by in the boy band. I just went by. You had three members, and it was just Dalla Villa. You know, I wanted to be, he was like, you're the secret weapon of the group. You know, you, you come out of nowhere with this energy and just light the crowd up. So just Della Villa. And I said, cool. And then after 
the boy band broke up and COVID hit. I had all, I was sitting on all these lyrics and I said, you know what? I right. think I want to put these out. So I said, screw it, let's put it out. And um, it's it's going well. I was actually working on another song for one of my upcoming projects um, oh. right before we started this interview. That is dope, man. Wow. Dang, busy, man. Yeah, so you can check <laughs> out Dalla Villa all over Spotify. You're on all the other platforms as well? Yeah, on the, all the other platforms as well. We have a TikTok campaign running right now. Uh, we've had about 40 videos post our sound from Bring It, Dalla Villa, my most most recent single. And uh, it has over 6.8 million views of those 50, of those, I want to say between 40 and 50 videos that have been created. So we're trying to get to 10 million views. So uh, if you're listening, go to Spotify, make a TikTok using Bring It, Dalla Villa. Nice. Yeah, you got three. That's the conspiracy. best like, rap name. Yeah, but, it's dope. It's a well, dope you know, rap name, right? With, you always can rhyme it with Dalla Villa. No, no, I was doing a show. I was doing a show uh, last year uh, and people started calling me dollar bills. Yeah, I would okay. walk into the room. People go like dollar bills. You know, <laughs> I walk uh, in. So, so dollar villa came to kill you, you know. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. The, the track uh, Demon Killer. That was uh, I like that track. Yeah, that one's like a uh, that one is you know it t- it touches on my sobriety in the in the third verse, but I just wanted something fun, uh, sort of like video gamey. Uh, but I'm really sort of like finding my sound more, you know, and bring it's like a super laid back kind of vibe. I'm working with people in the industry now um, who want to do things with my work and my future work and are really kind of guiding me in the right direction, which is really cool. But and that's as a result of just putting it out there. You know, you that, just put it out there and then it, it might happen. Awesome. So I'm excited to have uh, be able to drop two songs from all those small things when it comes out. I'll have two extra songs from that character that I wrote that I'm working on a track for the documentary. Um, so that's going to be cool. That was going to be Bird Boy. People are not ready for that one. That's going to be dope. That's got, oh, a beastie, wow. that's got a beast voice kind of vibe to it. Well, talk about it like an, an, an added asset to bring you onto a film. Hey, I can write a song for your movie, you know? Bro, like the more <laughs> I found out that the more skills you have in this industry, the better. Right. And and it's exciting when you have these secret skills that no one knows about. And then right. all of a sudden they're like, wait, you do this too? Yeah. Oh, because rather than having, I mean, we had someone create the music for all the small things. But I said, right. yo, do you mind if I spit this verse? And I spit the verse and they ended up liking it. And uh, they want to use it. So that's cool. Too. Well, we look forward to checking that project, that all those small things, and of course, Alfred Riff when when they come out, man. But uh, you're in New York, so how are things going on with the pandemic in New York? You know, productions are starting to slowly open. I've seen the, all the casting networks posting, so I'm hoping to get up there if I book something. But how, how's it going in the, up in the um, in the big city? You know, we we had our moment uh, where it was like a desolate, you know, uh, Walking Dead sort of world. Yeah. Um, but uh, now things are opening back up. Everyone's being super cautious, wearing a mask, trying to stay distant from each other, you know, really taking the situation seriously. But uh, yeah, productions are starting to open up. I, I shot two things uh, a week ago, actually. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, I was lucky to get some work in, during this pandemic. And luckily, I have this thing and voiceover. I do a lot of voiceovers, too. So I was able to get a couple of those during this. Awesome. So. Well, uh, Aaron, we, uh, dude, that was awesome. Thanks for being a part of Below the Belt Show. Of course, you can check out Immortal, The Pledge, and Trick. Of course, uh, Pledge and Trick are actually available on uh, Hulu. And uh, and Immortal's uh, available on uh, Video On Demand, also on Amazon. 
So uh, definitely check those out. Those are great films. And look forward to – love to have you back when Alpha Rift, uh, you know, uh, drops. Yeah, that'd be great, man. Yeah, and man. Uh, I, not to correct you, but, uh, uh, you know, what did, what did, um, what did uh, Sean Parker say to Mark Zuckerberg in The Social Network when he said the Facebook? Oh, yeah, just Facebook. Oh, where do Play. I – Pledge. Oh, I added the. Because ah. <laughs> if you go to the the pledge, it's actually a Jack Nicholson movie. Thank you. Oh, that, no, that oh. that is a good correction because yes, I remember looking for the pledge and it's actually pledge. Because you will get a very very different. You movie. You will get correct? a very different movie and a different experience. <laughs> just think of when you think of my movie, just think of the household cleaner. We are okay. competing with with the biggest household cleaner. You know? uh, yes. And my my the director makes a joke about that. I was like. Well, are we? Are, can we call it this name? And he said, "Dude, right. we called Pledge, which is after the biggest household cleaner. You can call anything anything. All right, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter." Awesome. Man. Wow. All right. Well, Aaron, before we let you go, if you could look, uh, cut a little promo for us. Let us know who you are. Um, throw out your films. Let us know you're on Below the Belt. Maybe if you want, throw out a, a little freestyle or a lyric from uh, one of your tracks at the end. Oh, okay. Uh, so what am I doing right now? Uh, let us know who you are, plug your movies, oh, you're okay, on, okay. and then you're on Below the Belt Show. Okay. Hey, guys, this is Aaron Della Villa. I am, you can see me in Pledge, Trick, Immortal, uh, as well as, we're going to start this over again. Okay. <laughs> hey, guys, this is Aaron Della Villa. You can catch me on Instagram, at Aaron Della Villa. See my work on Hulu, Pledge, and Trick. Also find Immortal as well. Check out three films coming up, all those small things. Um alpha rift and a secret documentary project check out my web series that just dropped on youtube called tucci and jones based on my comedic character tucci Badaducci, and follow dalla villa on spotify and if you could let us know you're on below the belt show oh. and then throughout their freestyle and i'm uh i'm on the below the belt show oh and this is me on the below the belt show cool. nice you got a lyric you want to throw yeah out? i got some this rhythm, I admire the gin. My brain desires Sagittarius, man. I'm all consuming like fire, so feel the burn. Follow through, old school. Karma's a bitch. Motherfuckers get what they deserve. Grounded in place, bound, homeward on a nub. Mysterious wage. Missing this to consecrate the states. Cinematic, centromatic, incidentally asthmatic. Consequential in parental suits of loss against the status. Stay chromatic. Love should be emphatic. Raise a judge, pig mache space. Why don't dinner place a family? Scrapes for days just to put food in the bellies. Pretty much from the news and tellies in. Justify the means, system Machiavelli. Time to bite that hand that sells me. The American diet in the streams of infomercials for diets. Actors run the mouths like pies. Riveting riot. I despise it. I'ma need blood thinners to keep the clots down. Passing gas by button belts. You should have had a knock yourself you clown. While your bills to the roof, dude. Take care of yourself. Don't sell short like Betty Boop. Filthy animated prostitute. Vanity is sanity in this failing humanity. Love me, love me, love me, attention whores. Spread the social boards. Widespread design of black and white checkered floors. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Like, oh, Betty Boop, were, were, you, were you expecting that? No. <laughs> that, was, no. that was dope. <laughs> we're expecting, yo, cat in the hat. <laughs> right? Yeah, you're probably expecting that, yeah. Yeah, that Aaron, that was dope, man. Thanks so much for being here. You're a lot of fun here on Below the Belt Show, man. And uh, be safe out there. And uh, thanks for calling in, man. Thank you so much, man. Thanks for All having right. me, Aaron. Have a Blow good one. Below the Belt Show. Check yeah. And, uh, send, me the, uh, send me the stuff. Send it to Wendy. I'll repost, share, follow, all that stuff. Perfect. That's right. Thank you. Yep. Thanks so much. Thank you.